Hello and welcome to the Practice Builders podcast with me, Rosie Piercy. I'm a chiropractor and team director and I love all things practice building. So today on the podcast, we're going to talk about is social media right for your clinic? Because um, as you can imagine, I spend quite a lot of time talking to many different therapists and the thing that always comes up is social media. How do I do Facebook? How do I do Instagram? Now, if you've heard me talking before in the previous podcast, I'll, I'll link in the show notes about the free essentials. Although I think social media is brilliant, I don't think it's the first thing that clinic owners should be doing because it's quite intensive. Well, we'll go into this in a moment. So what I thought I would do today is talk through the kind of basics of social media, like what is it, when should you do it, when should you not to do it, and what to think about when you are starting to do it, to see if that can help you make a decision. If you're thinking about starting social media for your clinic, or if you're using it and thinking, oh, is this worth the effort? I don't know what, what what's right, what's wrong about all this. Hopefully this podcast will, I don't know, demystify it for you or make it a bit clearer in your mind about what your intention behind it is and whether you want to keep going or if you're going to change how you do it. So, Firstly, social media. Social media is um, obviously platforms like Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn, TikTok, YouTube. I'm sure I've missed some. There's like millions. So there's a lot to social media. And basically, it's, it's a way or the way that we want to use it is to think about using it to show our expertise and our brand. Now, it can be difficult when you look at social media. So if you use social media personally and you look at it and you see people putting all of their life over social media, sharing every sort of thing that they do or or every intricacy of every life event and you look at it going, I don't want to do that. I don't want my patients to know what I had for lunch or I don't want to share my children on Instagram or I don't want to be Facebooking my wedding or what have you. There's different ways that I would suggest that different industries use social media and it depends what you're wanting to do so if we're talking about a normal clinic so if we're talking about for me instant um, for instance using it to promote my chiropractic clinic total chiropractic or to promote my multidisciplinary clinic total health by sparkshire then for that i'm not going to share too much life stuff this is mostly going to be me sharing self help advice for at home some some tips some videos on how to do some stretches some how to set up your desk that kind of thing that's what i'm going to share on social media we're just starting on total health to share a little bit more about our therapist personalities but again it's all very tame stuff it's not the the everyday blow by blow accounts of our life because that is that is something that maybe in the in the therapy industry in the medical industry is not appropriate so why we want to use social media as clinicians is to promote our brand and we've talked about branding before um and i'll put a link to a, a branding one in um podcast in in the show notes if you don't know much about branding to show our expertise so to talk about things that we know about that we, we, we know we can talk about easily so for me as i said it might be desk posture it might be stretches might be um how to not hurt yourself doing the gardening all those are kind of things it's also to kind of build a bit more social proof so if we have reviews on our facebook accounts or whatever saying how good we are that's social proof that we're good it's a little bit of supercharged word of mouth as well because if someone comments on our posts or things like that then it shows that we're good and it shows that more that more that we're good than to the person to someone talking to their neighbor 
face to face, if they're doing it on social media and they tag someone or something, it's a, it's a bigger audience to see it. So that's kind of why we want to do social media. And also, most importantly, to get people back to our website. Now, all the social media channels want people to stay on their web, on their social media channels. What we want to do is to get people to, I don't know, click on a link on a blog or click to watch a video or click to have a look at a, a, a um, worksheet handout we might have or something. And to go, oh, that's really good. Let's go and look on our website. Because once they're on our website, they're not looking at our competition. They're looking at just us. And then we're more likely to get them to make a booking. So that is why we decide to use social media for branding, to show our expertise, to get people onto our website, to have social proof of, that we're good and help our word of mouth. That's what we use it for. Okay. Why, why we may not want to use it, why you may want to stay away from it, perhaps. Some people are very shy and that's okay or nervous about putting their voice, their clinical voice out into the, um, into the world to show people what they think and what they say about different topics. And we can, people can be very nervous about falling foul of the Advertising Standards Authority in the UK or whatever else is wherever you are in the world of you know, saying things we're not allowed to say. Um, it can be very time consuming. Social media can be quite hard work. Um, to keep up with and it may be simply that you don't feel that you have the time to use it and it also the tech side of it you may just if you're not if you don't use social media much in your personal life then you may be looking at all these platforms going oh my gosh I just don't even know where to start or what to do with all these different things there's so many things I don't know how to, to which platform to choose I don't know how to write, I don't know what a tweet is, I don't know what a hashtag is. There's lots of different words and jargon which if you're not sure about, maybe maybe a little bit too, you know, may feel a bit overwhelming and that's why people decide not to use it. Or it may be also just that you just don't like the idea of it and that is okay. A part of what I want to come across in this podcast is that if you don't use social media, that is okay. The world will not end if you're not on social media. But what is important is that if you are using social media, is that you need to use it um, wisely and sensibly and in the most time efficient manner. Because unless you're going to have outsource your social media to somebody else, it is very difficult to, to always come up with time and ideas. And that can then lead to overwhelm, which leads to stress, which leads to maybe things not happening quite so well for you in general life. And that and that's one thing we want to get away from running our practices is stress and overwhelm. We just want things to be ticking away nicely. So, how do you do it without losing your mind and getting all stressed? The first thing is to choose which channels you're going to use. So, you don't have to use all of them. So, I don't. I don't tweet. We have a Twitter account, but I don't tweet because it's twi- to tweet well, you have to tweet a lot. And I don't have the time and I don't like it. I don't really, don't really enjoy that platform. So, we tend to do Instagram and Facebook. I have a YouTube channel and we post to LinkedIn. So pick your channels. Now, so I'm doing this now after run, having several social media accounts for many years. So we have Total Chiropractic, so at Total Chiro UK, at Total Health WB, and at Rosie PSEDC. Those are all business um, social media accounts that we run. When I first started, I only had at Total Chiro UK. So don't look at other people's stuff and get overwhelmed too much. Just look at your stuff and go, right, okay. I use Facebook, I'm used to Facebook, I'm just going to do Facebook and that is absolutely okay. You don't need to be across everything. If after a while you've got, you're happy with Facebook, then just 
then you can move on to other things if you want to. Facebook and Instagram, you can link across quite easily, so that's sometimes quite useful. So the second thing is when you've worked out what platforms you're going to use is decide how often you're going to schedule. So you don't have to schedule posts every day. You can just do twice a week. Um, but what I would suggest you do is whatever you do is be consistent. There's no point in um, posting five times one week and two times the next. You need to keep that consistency there because that consistency builds that know, like and trust that we've talked about before. And it also builds... Um, momentum and lets people know what you're doing and gives you an idea of it. It's because the social media is kind of like a light-hearted look at, or a light side of your brand. So it's showing you slightly in your downtime maybe. So it might show you with your cup of tea or your dinner or your lunch when you're in clinic. It might show you smiling with one of your colleagues. It's showing how you are more as a person whereas your website is more of a kind of formal shop window so to speak. So that's another way of thinking about how you want to use um, social media. So once you've worked out your consistency and your um, channels you're going to use, we can then start talking about finding your voice. Now, this is really important because you need to just speak as yourself. There's no harm in looking around other people's social media and taking inspiration, but don't try and be someone because you've seen them on social media doing something and they look really cool and really good and you wanted to be like them, so you decided to copy. Because if you copy completely, you won't come across as genuine and people can smell that a mile off, particularly when they then come in to see you in your clinic and you're like, oh, they're like, oh, she's not like she was on her Instagram post or she doesn't come across like she does because people will have come to you because they're your assert, they think you're a certain type of person. If you don't then come across like that, there's that slight incongruency and people can, even if they can't consciously detect it they subconsciously detect it and it, it leads to a little bit of mm, not sure and we don't want mm, not sure when people are coming into clinic so just speak as you would yourself or often tips i suggest is just say things that you would say in treatment room so i say sit less move more that could be a social media post um i say um, never ever ever use a laptop on your lap that kind of thing sleep on your side not on your front or sleep on your side or your back but not your front Things like that. It doesn't need to be hugely intimate or deep or life-breaking or challenging your posts. They just need to be good, solid information that show that you know what you're talking about. So that's that's how I would how I would think about it. Um, and once you've got all those, as I said, just start off small, post a couple of times a week on one channel, and then build up to doing more if you want to. And then the next things to think about is scheduling. So most of my social media posts are scheduled. Um, I typically write my content for Total Cairo a month at a time, and then my clinic manager, and we have a set formula that we do. Um, we talk about this more in the, in the Practice Builders Blueprint. We have a whole week on, on how to do um, social media. So we have a template that we follow, and we put that out every, every month, and that is the base of our social media. Then I may add stories or if something amazing or interesting happens on the day, I might do a video or a live about that. But the thing to think about is this is okay for the level of social media we need to do. So as I said before, social media is not, I don't think, the place we are going to to get all of our people from. For me, it's my website. I know that my website gets me more people and word of mouth than anything else does. So although I do social media, we want to do it in the most time efficient way, which is why I find scheduling stuff works very well for me. So have a look at some schedulers. I use Social Monials, 
but there's also Hootsuite or Buffer. Again, I'll link to these in um, the show notes. Um, so just pick one that you like. I've gone for a few and we're happy with social manuals at the moment, but we, we may change our minds. So it, it all just, it, it's what you like using and often they'll offer, offer a free trial so you can have a little go. But scheduling will make life easy for you because then if you're gonna have say two posts a week, you can have, I don't know, top tip Tuesday and fun fact Friday. And then you can think, list, write them down, list them and then post them all up and it's done. And yes, that is not the, that's not a super duper whizzy, amazing social media schedule. But I don't think that's where we sit in the clinic world. Because the other thing we need to think about is that we are in health industry and people may not want to like our stuff or share our stuff or comment on their stuff because they don't want people to know they're seeing a chiropractor or podiatrist or a physio or they don't want them to know they're having counselling because that's about their personal health care and though we may think oh gosh I only come to see us for their headaches why would they care they may not want to get into a conversation with their headaches again with their auntie Margaret who thinks they should be doing x y and z so that is why it may not why social media may not have the same amount of likes and follows and that for us as we would for say someone making jewellery which has less um, personal health implications obviously attached to it. If someone likes a jewellery channel, people may not ask them about their health quite so much. I hope I'm making sense there. So don't worry about the, the amount of the vanity figures as they're called, you know, the likes and follows. What you want to see is whether people are coming in onto your social media and then going onto your website and you can and you can look at that through things like Google Analytics and what have you. So I hope that explains how I think the best way to do social media is is, is it's a low-key effort so you're not tearing your hair out and feeling stressed by it because you don't want that at all. Now, the last thing I want to talk about is things to be mindful of. So we are in the health industry, we are regulated about what we can say. So make sure when you're posting things that they are compliant with the Advertising Standards Authority of either in the UK or or whoever um, you're your sort of regulating is for, for advertising wherever you are in the world um make sure that you're complying because you don't want to get into trouble for a social media post and also do remember that whatever you post even if it's in a shared group can be screenshotted and shared somewhere else so think when you're posting stuff would i care if this went all over the internet and if it and if you do then maybe don't say it you know don't get yourself into trouble over something you put in a facebook group because it's really not worth it um so, and think about things like words that you might want to use, you know, so for chiropractic, the word subluxation can cause quite a lot of disagreement. And I feel like I may start disagreeing just by mentioning it. So you may be the type of chiropractor who uses the word subluxation a lot. You may be the type of chiropractor, which is more like I am, but I never use the word subluxation. So, but you need to see, think that there is a different, as a medical person, there is a different connotation to the word subluxation as it is for a chiropractic person. So think about things like that and words like that and also topics that you comment on. You know, in the moment, is it, is it appropriate to comment on vaccine or PPE requirements or anything like that in a public space? Probably not. So think about what you're saying, um, whether it's compliant, whether it's sensible, whether you think it will lead to a complaint. And to be honest, we all know, you know, if you're writing something, you think, oh, this might get me into trouble, then don't post it. And you remember, you can, st- with the Advertising Standards Authority, they will check stuff. You know, you can, there's a procedure you can go through to get stuff checked. So if you're not sure and you really, really want to post something, then get in contact with them and ask. Because they can tell you how to change it or you can, or they'll tell you, no, if you post that, we're going to 
you know, we'll tell you off. And then there's just no point. So um, I think think about what you're mindfully or think about what you're posting so you don't get into trouble. And then finally, think about your boundaries. So think about, and it's often useful, and I have a workbook that goes through this process, which again, I'll link to. Um, Think about what you want to put on social media. So for instance, my children don't appear on social media because me and their dad decided we didn't want them on social media. They can choose when they're old enough. So you won't see pictures of my children on social media, particularly unless someone else has taken a picture of them. So I don't use that. Um, But you may want to put your children on social media. There's no particular right or wrong. It's just sitting down and thinking what feels okay for me. And then to let people know. So then if your clinic manager is doing some social media or if you do ever outsource it, that you can say, these are things I never want to come up. I never want to have X, Y, and Z discussed on social media. And they can be topics around your personal life, around your therapy that you do, around your clinic. Just go for and work out what you're really happy to talk about and what you really don't want to talk about. And that will make posting so much easier because then you won't have to have a an internal argument with yourself every time you, you think about what you're going to post because you've already decided where your boundaries are set. And it will help also just work out where your professionalism level lies you know I often think would you expect that you'll see your GP sharing something that kind of thing and while we're on that topic make sure that you are posting from a business account not a personal account Giving, you know your, if you have a personal Facebook or Instagram or whatever account that should be locked down to friends only so that people in my opinion so that people cannot see your post if you don't want your patient talking to you in the treatment room about what you did on Saturday night then do not have it on your social media you know make sure your personal accounts locked down and make sure for your clinic you are posting from a business account um, so it's obvious it's a business you're less likely to get in trouble then and then um, also, you get all the insights and, and information and metrics that you might need to see what's performing well and what's not that you won't get with a personal account. And then it's also a very clear, clear defining line that if a patient starts following you and interacting with you, it's on your business profile. It's not on your personal profile. So I think that's a really important thing to do so that you don't get into trouble. Good. So I hope that this has helped demystify social media for you a little bit, helped you sort out what is social media when to use it and how to use it and how not to use it as i said in the show notes i will pop a free 30-day scheduler so if you if you're wanting to start and you want some inspiration there's a free download there i'll put some links to podcasts on branding and that the free essentials that i think you should be using to, to market your clinic and also the workbook that i have there um so yeah i hope you found that hope uh, interesting and it, it will help you clearer, become clearer on whether you want to do social media or not. And either one of those is okay. And if you are going to use social media, how are you going to do it so it doesn't stress you out? Because as I said, we, the, the thing that we want, I think we all want, is successful clinics that cause us the least amount of stress and overwhelm. Brilliant. Well, I hope you have a lovely day and I will see you again soon. Bye-bye. <laughs>